The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Modern love. I'm talking about modern love, the TV show, as opposed to the concept of modern love, just to clarify. Yeah, but it is a concept, too, in the TV show, is it not? I oh, mean, it's very much modern so. love in all its facets. Yeah, this is a great show. Now, it's not universally adored by critics, but I'm, I'm certainly opting for this because I think it's delightful. So modern love is actually a column in The New York Times, by all accounts, where people for years now have been writing in these kind of pithy love dilemmas, love stories with kind of unusual titles on them and stuff like that. And it became wildly successful. I think it's a podcast now as well as everything and there's been books on it. But John Carney of Sing Street fame, of Mm -hmm. Once, who is... A very heartfelt filmmaker. He he he's he's kind of a sunny disposition, which is fine by me. Because a lot of these stories, although complicated and sometimes a little dark, kind of are on the side of the angels. So what you have, what I love about this is that they're episodic. There's there's two seasons, and each eight each one of the eight episodes in both seasons are a story completely onto itself. Now, in yeah. the age where I'm talking to you most weeks... So it's like, not a folly or upward. Exactly. So it won't take over your life <laughs> the way something like Breaking Bad will yeah. and you'll wake up worrying about it. And what I really liked about this, and I only watched it recently because it passed me by, was just kind of how beguiling it was. I watched the first episode of the first season, not sure if I was going to stick with it, and it's about this woman in the Upper East Side, New York, who's bringing home dates occasionally. And the doorman uh, is a man from Croatia, I think it is, is kind of saying to her, good, not bad, don't keep him. And it's so, and apparently this was based on a true story that was in the New York Times. And each episode are these kind of quirky, yet very heartfelt stories in 30 minutes that kind of tell the arc of a love affair, which is hard to okay. do, you know? So I, I think it's absolutely gorgeous. Can I you, give you a flavour? Yeah, please. So Andrew Scott, who people adore uh, having been, as they euphemistically call him, the hot priest yeah. in Feebag, is in a relationship uh, with this man and they're adopting a child. And here they are giving a flavour of how they first met. Well, when we first met at a party, uh, I was coming down with the flu. I could feel it in my bones. And I knew I should go home, but he was so interesting. So we spent the entire night walking around the city until dawn on the coldest night of the year. The next day, my mom admits me into the hospital. So for three days of, of fever and hallucination, all I'm thinking is, oh no, he's going to think that I don't care. Right. Also, he's like a decade older than me, so he's punching above his weight. But when I came to, he was there at my bedside. Wait. How do you know how to find him? I got his number from the hostess of the party. I just had a sense that we'd gotten along so well, there must be some reason for him not calling me. He was right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's uh, two guys. Mm -hmm. Have you another example? Yeah, we've loads. Each story is wildly different. There's a gorgeous one in the second series where this man and woman get together and it's it's all ages and it's all creeds and it's all different, you know, age gaps and that kind of thing. So it's not just right on beautiful looking 30 year olds, you know, thankfully, because uh, I was one of those once and it gets boring, you know, that's a joke. <laughs> by the way. But uh, so it's every shape and size. But in this in one particular episode, this man meets a woman and she can't sleep during the day. And they have this relationship 
which they can only go out at night. So there's all these wonderful quirks through it. But let me bring you another episode. Tina Fey and John Slattery, uh, people know him from uh, Sex and the City and Tina Fey from all sorts of things, are a couple probably in their early 50s, late 40s, who are thinking about breaking up. And it's, it, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely beautiful. Take a listen to this. Like you never asked me to come out with you to your parties or premieres or... Like, I wouldn't like it. Like, oh, I'd hate those people because they're such assholes and I'm so sensible. I think you tried to separate me from the fun stuff in your life because you knew if you saw me there, if you saw me in it, you would realize that that's where I should be. And then you'd have to feel bad about it. You made it impossible for me to be a part of your life, Dennis. So don't act surprised when I say that we have nothing in common because you engineered that. I'm sorry. If I could go back and change any of that, I would, but I can't. Um, you mentioned Tina Fey in that scene, mm. but uh, big names have oh, yeah. uh, queued up to yeah. get into this. This thing. is this is the power of John Carney. And I suppose maybe the biggest Anne Hathaway is in this gorgeous episode, which is only ostensibly about love to an extent. It's also about her bipolar uh, condition. And the way it's committed to screen is just amazing. She meets this guy in a supermarket one morning and the bells are roaring and, and it looks like something out of a sitcom from the 70s and life is jolly and then it just changes uh, completely flips it to this very dark thing where she's in her room afraid to leave and then it kind of flips back again and it's looking at the idea of being in a relationship when you have a serious condition that someone else might have to accommodate and she's absolutely brilliant and more should be made of that episode if you do one thing tonight go that's home the that's the episode to watch 31 minutes I'm sure you can find the time you won't okay, you, you won't c- go because I've just finished Happy Valley. Oh! Oh, yeah. what a finale. We'll have to get to that in due course. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's absolutely yeah. uh, terrific. So you've watched all seasons. I've watched all seasons. I mean, there was a bit of a gap between yeah. season two and three. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone's got a, a little bit older uh, yeah. and have aged accordingly. They haven't yes. tried to pretend that yeah, it hasn't no. happened uh, in the series, but absolutely terrific. What have you got on screen time this yeah, week? Yeah, so the Dublin International Film Festival is launching. So we're talking to the director of that, Gronia Humphreys, a fascinating documentary about the pro-nuclear movement called Atomic Hope and Pat Short chats about his favourite movie and a lot more besides because he's a pretty meaty actor as well and he's a lot of interesting stories about being on set and stage. Okay, very good. Looking forward to that. Screen time is available as a podcast at 5pm on Newstalk.com or the Newstalk app and it's on the radio 6pm on Saturday. On Saturday. John Fardy, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Lots of texts coming in on the subject of energy and the Advertising Standards of Ireland deciding that uh, people cannot claim to be selling 100% green energy uh, when that is just not where it comes from. It's, you know, mixture. Electricity is electricity and it could be from turf, from coal, from gas, from the sun, from the water from hydro it could be from all of those things uh, so you can't really say that it's 100% anything uh, anyway this uh, texter says the other advert that's completely disingenuous is where they're saying it's okay to turn your dishwasher on because it's windy outside thereby implying that the wind outside is directly producing the energy required from the machine and I take your point on that but really what they're saying is if, if there's loads of wind out there we're not buying too much gas we're not using too much coal therefore it's the greenest time to use the machine. Uh, that's what they mean. 
Maybe that it's not clear enough for everybody. Uh, the whole energy market is now a joke. Governments in Europe know this. My own business switched to another supplier and they gave me a projected 12-month cost per unit based on what their experts believed. Now, uh, once we heard that gas and oil prices were below pre-Ukraine levels, the energy experts say, oh, well, we can't drop the price because we buy months in advance. And the biggest joke is renewables. My second last bill was 50-50 gas oil powered. It was 100% more than last year. My current bill is 100% renewable. Result, 30% higher than the last bill. The whole thing is a con job. The government knows it and they're allowing small businesses to close down because of it. That's from David in Cork. And perhaps all of this needs a closer look. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.